Sorry. <laughs> you tell him that I'll have his money when I'm damn well ready. What the f is going on over there? Get in there. You will deal with that Atlas harshly. Fight forever, Guardian. I think he broke it. And you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. The Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Now the time has come for all this to close in overthrow the Very few things could bring Omega Squad, Chris Green, back together with us again. And one of those things is, like, this is going to be an interesting episode, because one of those things that absolutely brought him back was the fact that WWE, WWE released uh, Bray Wyatt this past week. And Chris knows... I, I know when Chris is interested because he doesn't comment on wrestling on Twitter much. And when he does, he knows or he forgets. But he knows that when he does, I'm going to talk to him about it. And then I'm immediately going to ask, you want to come talk about it? You seem to care about this a little bit. Because <laughs> we used to, when he left the show, he's like, oh, come on once in a while. Sure. We made it like we scheduled it four times. Then... COVID happened and the world just just kind of stopped. So it was like something you wanna and one of those things was Bray Wyatt. <laughs> now I say this is gonna be an interesting episode because not all of us really are on the same page with Bray Wyatt. So this will be an interesting, interesting show. But welcome back, Omega Squad Chris Green. Thank you with Thank Craig Lagans and myself. Let's get this going. So, like I said. I just noticed there was a new option on Zoom called Immersive, and I'm afraid to click it. We'll worry about that later. So <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'll find out after we're done. <laughs> it, it, it transforms our conversation to a deeper level. That's what oh, it is. I mean, it can I get more immersive? I mean, can I get on a Zoom with a pretty lady? And... Is that immersive? Is that how that works? We're <laughs> doing it <in> 3D. <laughs> oh, well, good enough for me. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, I didn't even want to see that image. Anyway, <laughs> let me in. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm just hey. So, yeah, Bray, Bray Wyatt was released from the WWE. Now, we're not going to... What I don't want to do on this episode, uh, with all due respect, is blame somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blame Vince. Kind of do. I don't want to blame the fan. Kind of do. I don't want to blame Bray. Because or Wyndham, mm. because there's a lot still being found out about it as far as mental health and different issues. But whether you like him or hate him, this is a big deal. This is one of the big money guys, as I call it, that's no longer with the company. Now, Craig, we'll talk about our general feelings uh, first. Uh, I'm going to go me, Omega, then to Craig, because I know how Craig feels, definitely. Um, I really thought this was the heir apparent to Undertaker. It, you literally booked him as such. You wrote this character to be an omnipresent, perhaps even more powerful than the Undertaker as far as his control over things around you. Um, we'll talk about... Eh, we'll just go naturally with it. Um, as far as the wrestling product, you know, I, I feel... Craig will be the exception to this rule coming up, so I'm just going to say how I feel about it. You know, after years after The Undertaker, you can take somebody like Bray Wyatt and push it a little further and see what you can do with it. Perhaps not so much the projections on the ring. Don't do that again. That's not a great idea. But in general, you, you had the ability to push it a little further, and they did. They did a lot of times. And uh, as far as wrestling, man, literally, fifth generation? Is he fifth? At this point, <laughs> Craig, you're the professor. I think he's fifth, fourth. 
It, uh, he's, he's third. Is he only third? Yeah. Yeah, oh Black, yeah, yeah, Black yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah, 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 Blackjack's yeah, dad wasn't wasn't uh, arrested. Gotcha. Neither was neither was Mike Rotundas. I yeah, my bad. Third generation loyalty in wrestling, as far as the name. Yeah, I mean, you you could argue uh, uh, how big the other guys were, but one of them was Blackjack yeah. <laughs> Mulligan, and the other guy was Mike Rotundo, which yeah. then was also IRS. Yeah, which and is also something. And his uncle is Barry Windham. And his yes, something. his uncle. There you go. It's Uncle Barry Windham, which, you know, he was kind of named after. So. You have a a guy who's born naturally with it, so in-ring stuff's not a problem. And whether you liked it or not, the character was made. He made that. He thought it was legit. He was legit out of his mind or whatever was going on. And through the different carnations, you also got Luke Harper. Which still miss to this day. Uh, We got Eric Rowan. We got the other guy that probably got paid too much. <laughs> Brown Strowman. Uh, but I really feel that you have a you have a big 50-50 hodgepodge of a problem here. You have we spoke on this show many times, so it's not like we can change history where we had problems like the matches were stupid and he lost them all of the time. <laughs> Very rarely, when he did win, it was a short windfall, and then it was gone again. So, absolutely, we're going to discuss how he was not booked properly. But at the same time, you also had the fans that rejected him, and unfortunately, it's one of those things where Ronda Rousey tweeted it. You know that meme that passes around, like when the worst person makes the best good point. Ronda Rousey tweeted about how you guys were chanting about we want beach balls during the Bray Wyatt match. Now you're saying we want Bray Wyatt. I was like, oh, man, she made a point, man. Terrible person made a good point. (laughs) So I just I don't even know how to feel anymore. I, I, I hope if it's a mental health issue, of course, I hope he's okay. But I really hope it's something if it is work related that they can. I think they're missing the ball with him. He should have been the unstoppable guy that the undertaker was. That's just my opinion. I think he could have carried it. If we ignore the, some of the terrible gimmicks of the matches, I think a lot of it flies and I'm really going to miss him. I I can't believe we're talking 2021 crowds are coming back. Uh, Rephrase that crowds are here and we lost Bray Wyatt. I don't know. I, I honestly still don't know how to feel about it. It's not like somebody died, but it is kind of like this is a this is a big loss. I, I feel it would have been worse if they actually booked him the way I would have thought. Chris, this is the one that shocked you. This is one that shocked you when I when I tweeted at it. So it really did because arguably, in in some sense, the Bray Wyatt character is one of the most successful they've had in WWE. You've got a crowd every time he came out, especially at the beginning when the Southern Gothic cult leader scenarios where you had guys, uh, you had entire crowds lighting up their phones and the fireflies out in the crowd and that music that perfectly fit and Bray Wyatt doing everything right with that character at least as far as what he'd portrayed his ability to do creepy uh and disturbing promos were just on point the entire way i would argue that Wyndham is perhaps one of the most creative wrestling minds of this generation uh, in, in that he's taken a character and it continually evolved it over time to the point where he is one of the most memorable wrestlers on the roster. You know, no doubt. You know, and you, you see him evolve from the Southern Gothic character and, and okay, he, they killed that, that off when they broke up the Wyatt family and then he, he had his short little reign and then, okay, cool. Uh, and then he's basically went away came back as an entirely different character, but still Bray Wyatt, a guy who was mentally disturbed, Jekyll and Hyde, uh, the Firefly Funhouse. The stupidest thing 
you could think of when we first saw it. But God dang, did he make that work? Did he turn that into a gem? Something that you really played into the the the, the juxtaposition of of Bray Wyatt, the kid show host, and Bray Wyatt, the fiend. Uh, just so amazing that someone could pull that off. And often, as as you've alluded to, Dan, making the best out of entirely bad booking decisions. Um, I would agree with you. A bet, a a certainly a, a different Booker, a more competent Booker, a younger have, one, a younger one, someone more in touch, uh, would have made that into. I'm not going to. We could call it Second Undertaker. Fine. It would be distinctly different than the Undertaker. Sure. Yeah. It would be. It's the supernatural element. Yes, but it 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 could have been a modern day. You're right. Uh, you know, masterpiece, and and in in many ways, Bray Wyatt was a masterpiece. Um, again, you think you take a guy you, again. Think about the entirety of of Wyndham Rotunda's career, coming in as Husky Harris, <laughs> and then leaving as the Fiend, uh, is a testament to his wrestling mind, his ability. And let's face it, he wasn't really he was not a slouch in the ring. He was very good in the ring. Uh, you know, he's, was he the absolute best in the ring? No, I'm not going to say that. But I mean, he, he as a character, as an overall, as an overall package performer, uh, there is very few better than than Bray Wyatt. And it, it as it came as a shock to say that someone who sells as much merch as Bray does, as has name recognition as a, generates the headlines that Bray Wyatt's stories do, good or bad, uh, for him to be gone from WWE on a Saturday, of all yeah, things. Yeah, shit, I didn't even think of that. And it doesn't, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. And, you know, I don't, again, we won't assign blame, but I have to wonder why, uh, why is, I just can't understand the booking decision, the, 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 the mental decision that went into that. Similar to the Samoa Joe thing a few months ago, it's the same kind of deal. I don't glad, understand. Real, real quick, just a PS. I'm glad we have you back on because you were you were here when uh, we talked about those releases initially, and uh, I thought it was funny that like it came out later that once Triple H heard that he was released, he was like, "Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh, no, <laughs> get him back here, get him on the goddamn no, no, no. It's cool. You could just come back. It's fine. Sorry." <laughs> Like immediately. <laughs> yeah. Craig, I know, I know you hold different opinions about the product that happened in ring, but your thoughts on this whole thing, sir. Uh, uh, similar to, to both of yours. Uh, I mean, I'm sitting here amongst the fireflies. Yes, yeah, sure. This was uh, typical of a Bray Wyatt entrance and no one in the history of the WWE had this type of spontaneous entrance. No one reacted like this when they came out. No one can say that they did. Bray Wyatt is the only one that could elicit this type of response. And when you have a wrestler in your employ that can elicit this response every time he goes out, even to stadium crowds, you do whatever you can. I don't care who you are to take care of him. Milk that cow until it's dead. Okay, they weren't even close to emptying his tank with uh, with what they could do with Bray Wyatt. And I agree with you, Chris. They gave him some some stupid booking Uh, when they did put the title on him. It was only for a short time, which I don't get. I don't know why to this day. I will never understand why he had to drop the belt to Randy Orton. And to begin with, why Randy Orton had to join the Wyatt family just to have him lose the belt to Randy Orton again. Randy Orton didn't need a belt already. That was his 11th or 12th win. Bray Wyatt needed the belt because Bray Wyatt is the future of your company, not Randy Orton. Sorry, nothing again. I'm not knocking Randy's work, even at his age and how long he's been doing it. But Bray Wyatt is your future. It's not Randy Orton. But given taking out of that, I'm just I'm going to focus on Bray Wyatt because that's really because I'm going to leave the the fiend and 
the Firefly Funhouse alone, other than the three, the three faces of Foley were historic, but the three faces of Bray all were world champions. And like Chris so aptly put it, you, you gave this guy stupid gimmick after stupid gimmick, and he made each and every single one of them work to the point where he was a world champion with these three these three distinct gimmicks all netted him a world title because he was so over and that's a testament to the guy it's almost it, it's like a cosmic coincidence that his name is Wyndham Rotundo because you're combining the third generation uh smart set he has he grew up in the business so he understands the business combined with his dad's ring acumen and for a guy that big to move like to move like he does to work like he does to have the psychology that he does you're combining Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda into one package and that's Bray Wyatt no and like I just said at the very beginning no one in the history of wrestling has that package you can't combine a Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda a guy that knows the business and knows how to work the business and knows how to get himself over despite all the stupid booking that he's given. Mike Rotunda couldn't make Captain Mike work or Michael Wall Street work, but you give Bray Wyatt a, a, a kid show, he's going to turn it into something. And again, look behind me. This is what the man generated every single time you walked out into an arena, whether it was packed, and especially now that it's coming back, this is someone that moves the dial. This is someone, like you said, Dan, as much as I couldn't stand The Undertaker, he's still the greatest creation that WWF ever had, ever made. You have that, you have a layup. You got Husky Harris. You have a third generation wrestler, like I said, who knows the business inside and out because his dad and his grandfather worked for Vince and he knows the business. And you have a son of Mike Rotundo who knows how to work and knows how to wrestle and who knows the business. And you have them fall in your lap. So now you can have this guy be your, your undertaker, your guy that has a following, whether it's heel or babyface, a guy that you can just bring in even as a special attraction. You know, if you're booking it, if you're starting a new territory, if you're starting... You have the Vern Gagne, as much as we've maligned him, as we've as Dan and I have maligned him on this podcast, Vern Gagne had a tried and true system, the great eight. They have eight guys on top, eight guys below, eight mid-card guys. You feed the top eight, everyone else in the company, till they're over. You have your top eight, your, your, your middle eight, and you have three special attractions. With Vern, it was Andre... Mil Mascaras, Dusty Rhodes. Same with Vince. You bring him into special attractions. Bray Wyatt is either your top eight or your special attraction because he's going to sell you tickets. He's going to get you crowds like this, like the one behind me. And he's going to be over whoever he wrestles. And whoever he wrestles, he's going to put that guy over, whether he does the job or not. My only, I said, I tweeted this when you, when we broke the news on, on our website on HIAC on, on Twitter, I hope the best scenario for me, unfortunately, if it's a bad scenario for, for, for Bray, for Wyndham, that this is something he requested because he hasn't been the same since uh, he lost Brody. And like a lot of people haven't. So if he, and obviously the WWE doesn't have anything for him, which is, again, is a joke. Um, but if he was off TV because he wanted to be or because they don't have anything for him, my biggest hope is that they bring him back. What makes this such a big deal and a big story now in today's wrestling environment, because when a wrestler was released from Vince five years ago, there was really no option. There was no second place. Now there's an option, especially with the amount of former WWE talent going to AEW because Vince didn't thought they didn't have anything left or didn't have anything for. And it, it, as far as the people that didn't, they, that Vince thought didn't have anything left would be your big shows and your Mark Henry. The people that Vince didn't have anything for 
your Miros, your Andrades, and now your your Alistair Blacks, now they have a place to go. Obviously, you know, when we heard Bray was released, we think, oh, he's going to AEW. I don't think that's as sure a thing as people think. I I'm holding on hope that it's that it was it was requested by Bray. Bray, why it belongs in the WWE, he making crowds like this. I don't see that happening in AEW, not just because they had to come up with a whole new name for him, just because AEW has proven they don't know how to book anyone correctly with the talent that they do have, let alone the talent that's coming over from the WWE. So how is MJF a face right now? MJF is your Roddy Piper. He should always be your Roddy Piper in whatever company he's in. So he, but he's someone who who would be if you're starting would be in your top eight. Yeah. Just be, and even if not, is someone who should be on TV every stinking week. Yep. And in speak and on those lines, I get up on tangent. Why is MJF a face? A face? Why are why are the revival invisible? Why have they not wrestled? And or once in the last four months. Don't even get Chris started. I, but he feels my pain. This is the best tag team in, in the entire sport of professional wrestling, but they can't get on TV. To Chris, you want to sidetrack that real quick? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I wouldn't be agreeing, but I haven't watched any, any AEW, so I haven't seen him either. But. You don't have to, even if you were watching Guess what? If, guess what? If, you, if you watched AEW, you wouldn't have seen him either. You still wouldn't yeah. see him. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, look, we would, I, hey. I, I've, I've preached the Bible of the revival <laughs> for many years, for like eight Bars. years now. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. But, uh, but yes, I, my hope is in a couple of months, um, whatever exile that Bray Wyatt is on, whether it's self-involved or if it was a WWE is doing that he returns uh, to the company hundred percent. I just want to say, uh, and I'll we'll go backwards this one to Craig, then to Chris. Um, and I do want to say I appreciate Craig because he's the he is the one dude who I'm serious now, mm-hmm. who's got like the older school wrestling fan mentality kind of thing, but doesn't shit on anybody else. So like that, this conversation. Craig's been really clear about how he feel about Bray Wyatt and the character for many years now on this show, but he never crapped on the person or people who liked him. He made personalized it every time. So I appreciate that in this situation, you were able to go, well, this is, this is how it is. It doesn't matter how I feel. This is how it is. I just wanted to point that out because, you know, Love or hate Jim Cornette, the man can't be uh, objective about anything or subjective about anything. Definitely objective. <laughs> um, and I like Jim, but yeah, mm. I get it. With that being said, thank you, though, Dan. Oh, you're okay. welcome. I, I mean that. It's like we don't agree, but he's never gone. And you're an idiot for thinking that. <laughs> and he sh- God knows he's earned it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in my fantasy world don't ask any more questions um in the perfect world he comes back yeah um if he comes back if they do not book he doesn't even have to win the title it would be nice but he doesn't have to but if he's booked in any way other than unstoppable the point is lost, in my opinion. And I didn't make the rules. That is the character you wanted him to portray. Where there was really no... He should not be losing. No. Not for a long time. Mm-hmm. Goldberg the F out of that guy. Yeah. I mean, perhaps not as quick matches. Well, uh, Undertaker, but, Undertaker him. Yes. Yes, Undertaker him. Right, right to, to the stratosphere, baby. Yeah, you don't have to give him another streak, but just every time he shows up, you know, you know, he's going over. And then beating him when someone finally does, someone you push properly goes over Bray, then it's a big deal. It's an old That's tried what, and true wrestling trope, folks. Yeah, it's only yeah. worked for it's only worked for the last hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh Chris, what I just said, what do you think? 
yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, he... That's where you lost me immediately with Bray Wyatt, by the way, is the fact that he was like, oh, he lost? Well, fine. Give him the freedom and the booking to create the monster that you thought he was supposed to be. The Fiend was supposed to be a monster. The Fiend was supposed to be a walking disaster. Not that kind of disaster. Not that kind of, yeah. But he he should be, he should strike fear in the hearts of everyone who comes near him. Mm -hmm. And not just because he's freaky looking. He should be a winner. He should be a a guy that breaks breaks men apart. (laughs) And and WWE, in all of Bray Wyatt's incarnations, has failed in that for whatever reason. Right. For whatever reason, and I know, and I can go off on a tangent, and I will. <laughs> Please, no, no, oh, no, no. I want you to right after this. I wanted to yeah. take that opportunity to go off on a tangent because I had a, a conversation that they tried to dunk on me, and unfortunately, they liked my reply instead of his dunking um, on somebody that I like. So I'm not going to talk any trash, but um, where we just said we acknowledge everybody on the show, it is bookings issue. What I have a problem with as far as the fan side is where the fans didn't rally behind him. And they didn't. They absolutely didn't. And I've seen fans rally behind somebody that supports before, even if it's a bad person. Yeah. Which I just remembered something that's going to trigger me, but I won't do it while Chris is on. Um, He knows where I'm going with that. Uh I'll go there later. You saw. Hey, I was a good boy this week. (laughs) <laughs> I have a funny story to tell you off it. Well, it's going to be off recording, but I'm leaving it on Twitch. Um, it goes back to the ridicule, the booing, the not reacting, the saying he sucks thing. And the WWE saw that. When you rally behind Daniel Bryan, and I'm not comparing the two stories, yeah, but it's similar situations where you know Daniel Bryan's that good and you know that he should be beating these people. And I'll be damned if we're going to force them into doing it to where they wrote it in. I don't care if they take credit for it. I don't give a shit at that point. That was one of the best moments that build up to that match and him winning was one of the best. And Chris, you and I were there live when it was at its lowest. Yes. (laughs) At Royal Rumble in Philly, when he got tossed, when Daniel Bryan got tossed out of that ring, was it by Bray Wyatt? I was I was or was it Kevin? I was Bray or Kevin. It's Bray, okay. Yeah. Uh and 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 I I had two moments when that happened. It was me looking at Dean and then you looking at me after I looked at Dean and the air went out of the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia and it was dead in there. Dead. Oh, my God. And then we eventually saw where fans were like, no, this is not how it's going to be. And we yeah. got that amazing moment later. Yeah. Well, and then and then we, we were hoping for the last gasp of Rusev <laughs> to speak of another they man. They did it to Rusev, they too. They did it to Rusev, too. So. Yeah. And Jesus he didn't Christ. get it either. So. There, there are some things that I can blame both sides on. And the Bray Wyatt thing, I blame booking and I blame fans. There wasn't a whole hell of a lot of support for him. There were some, but a lot. Most people were like, "Well, this is stupid, fuck him." Look, look, I, I, I will. I fall on the side of it's booking's problem because the fans wouldn't have reacted if they booked him properly. Okay, because this is a guy again. To Craig's point, this is a guy who got people to light up their phones in an arena. Because the guy who got everybody singing, he's got the whole world in his hands spontaneously. Spontaneously, he never told them the same. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, chant, follow the buzzards. They everybody knew the moves. Everybody mm-hmm. was wanting to know who Sister Abigail was. This wasn't the on the fans, in my opinion. The fans reacted to the booking. The fans <laughs> reacted to projections on the ring. The right. fans reacted. Oh, I reacted to the, the projections on the ring. Well, yeah. yeah, the yeah. fans yeah. reacted to to the guy who's supposed to be a monster is getting pinned. Right. That's <laughs> what the fans react, in my opinion. To, I mean, and and fair and fairness. What other option does the, do the fans have other than just not paying money 
to go to the shows, what other options do the fans have to voice their displeasure? I, I agree. And I, yeah, I, we have the same opinion, Chris. Um, yeah, the fans are reacting to the booking and what Ron, what Ronda Rousey said. And, and, you know, she's getting pushed back because we're considered the source and Ronda's made no secret of her a- apathy towards wrestling fans. And it's sometimes the wrestling business. Um, but what she said was not entirely wrong, but I, when you, she's kind of putting it on the fans like well you're the one that drove Bray out and that's really not the case I obviously Bray had a lot of fans as you can see behind me um but uh they were they were if they were happy he was gone or if they were they were the ones that drove out he it wouldn't Bray Wyden would have been number one training worldwide on Twitter because people were absolutely shocked that he was not there anymore because when he's off TV, the only thing that Brave Wyatt fans or even Bray Wyatt detractors are thinking is when is he coming back? And in what shape in, or form will he take? Because I was one of them. Yeah, I, I don't think Bray was ever the guy who, you know, he wasn't ever a John Cena. That's no. someone that, that people were going to know on site, that people outside of wrestling was going to be the mainstream, but he was going to be the guy that everybody who was a wrestling fan knew and wanted to see because they wanted to see what he was going to do next or what he was going to be next or what he was going to say next. And yeah. And what else do you want? And and everything. Yeah. But that's what I, and that's what the beauty of Kim, we were, we've, I, we spent so much time talking about Bray Wyatt, the character and how over he is. What doesn't get talked about enough the guy could talk. Amazing. Promos Amazing promos. Got people in the seat. Again, again yeah. the, mo- the most creative wrestling mind, I think, of this generation. Yeah. Because buy- it, there, yeah. there was no, no, nobody gave a promo in, in any way, shape, or form like Bray Wyatt. No. There's plenty of good talkers. Mm-hmm. There's not anybody who could do the talking that Bray Wyatt did that just completely mesh with that character. All of it. Yeah. You, you have a third generation superstar with the talent of his father, and he can cut the promo like the Jake Roberts, a prime Jake Roberts. Prime. Uh, and that <laughs> Thanks took, for clarifying. Yeah. But, yes. <laughs> but Jake Roberts in front. But, but again, like you said, Chris, no one who, who could combine all three of those to a guy that looked like that who is not your traditional, uh, he's, he's not a Vince guy. He's not real tall. He's not cut. He doesn't have, you know, 2% body fat. He's and, a guy that And looked, therein lies the problem. Yeah. But, but, not, but that was the appeal of the Wyatt family because none of them did. And if you're going to push a, a Wyatt family, like in the big three, when you had the Wyatt family, the Shield, and the New Day, when Vince was in love with three-man teams, when he went through his Freebird phase, why wouldn't you keep a guy? Why wouldn't you keep a if you're not going if you're going to break them up, break them up to make them individual stars like you did the shield because you had three guys there that could work that you could put the belt on that you could push to the moon. If you don't think you had that with the Wyatt family, then why break them up? Keep yeah. them to keep let them be your 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 anti New Day. Let them be your heel faction that you can push to the moon let them be your free birds and have the new day do their pancake gimmick you know keep them separate keep have one on raw have one on smackdown but keep the wyatt family as your top heel group your top heel stable on one show and keep them like that because if you're not going to if one of those guys is not you're not confident you can make him a a a a single star they did their best with braun Strowman. But um, obviously, they didn't know what to do with Brody, and obviously, they didn't know what to do with Eric Rowan. They still don't. Uh, <laughs> but but keep them together because again, Bray Wyatt, everything the guy touches, he makes work. You know, and the two guys can't speak. Bray, let Bray talk for him. He's your JJ Dillon now. Let let Rowan and Lee be your be your uh, your road warrior or your your Tully and Arn, and let Bray do all the talking for you. You have a gold mine right there, uh, as reference from you know what's going on behind me, uh, and 
whether it was if it was WWE's call, they blew it. If it was Bray's call, then good for him because he needs to uh, to replenish, recharge, and then come back again. Little fantasy scenario. Uh-huh. Chris, you first. Be brutally. I want no hold barred on those responses. He goes to AEW. You slot him into Brody's spot. Okay, is that that? Is that it? That's it. That's, That's it. it. Okay, do, okay. You, <laughs> do you slot him? Do you, do, do you slot him into Brody's spot, or do you do something else? Uh, either. I think you could slot him into Brody's spot because he could do what Brody did better. I, I, I do believe that. I no disrespect to Brody. Uh, we, but he's already, but he's already, already sowed that ground in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's an idea. Let Bray figure out what he wants to do and let him go. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that, this is going to get off on my tangent. So here's where we get brutally honest. Go, do it. Do it. <laughs> here's here's do it, where buddy. we get brutally honest. Uh, whether or not Bray Wyatt or Wyndham shows up in AEW, this is emblematic of the whole problem with WWE right now. WWE right now is writing themselves into a corner. And I'm starting to come, come along to the hole that they're, they're, they're going to sell the company. Uh, because this fire sale keeps going on and they have proven to me that they're incapable of seeing any kind of value in high end upper mid card guys or guys that should be main event based on fan reaction, based on the general tastes of wrestling fans today. And if you're not seven foot tall or 300 pounds, Jack to the gills, happen to be Roman Reigns or look, you know, or Seth Rollins, uh, you are not going to be successful. They lean on four or five men and women. You know, I'm going to throw Charlotte in this mix and Becky to a, to a certain extent. If you're not named those people, you are not getting over. This is why we go back to the same wells all the time. This is why we have Goldberg for SummerSlam. This is why, you know, why we have Jeff Hardy being carrying cross. We have Jeff Hardy beating Karrion Cross. Why we have, yeah, yeah. Why John Cena has to come back from to, to face Roman Reigns? It, it it's, this is a problem. They're going to, it, it, it whatever short term get they think they got, they are stuck in in a in a mode here, where they're they're going to lean on those guys until those guys either break down or die or net or quit, and that's what we're seeing with guys like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, probably if he's, I'm assuming he's going to AEW. He's not going because he he can't be. He's not going for money. He's not going because AEW offered him some some kind of thing. He is going because they are probably going to give him the opportunity to have the kind of matches he wants to have against new up and coming guys, guys he can put over, or just guys that he hasn't fought and can have amazing matches to cement his legacy. And this is, and, and, and you take that with other guys, take it with me, with Miro. Miro has turned into something now. Um, I mean, there, there are guys, all, but yes, thank yeah, God. He is. But it was guys like, but yeah. And you can argue that for every Miro, there's a, there's a Matt Hardy, for example, or a revival that, that did not have those things, but, the, the, but this, I think you're going to keep seeing it. I think, Adam Cole. Yeah. Is is Adam Cole gonna jump? Adam Cole could be a main eventer in anybody's promotion except Vince McMahon's. I I just to sidetrack real quick the history with Adam Cole on this show. And I tweeted it and I just want to say it so it's on audio record. He is too good for what any company is gonna give him. I agree. Yeah. Even if he is the world champion, he's better than that. That he is. And Adam, Adam Cole's contract is up after SummerSlam. Um, whether or not he gets a deal done before that or after that is anyone's guess. Uh, his name is Adam Cole. So if he goes to another uh, company, 
he'll be Adam Cole. He'll be Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's and that's the only thing that will that will could put a a damper on uh, Bray Wyatt's AEW run if there is one. Yeah, uh, that he'd have to come up with a a different name. I to to piggyback on the on the the original question you asked, uh, Chris Dan. I don't think it would be a good idea for him to. I hope he if he if Bray Wyatt ends up AEW, he shouldn't have anything to do with the Dark Order. Okay. Because that's why he supposedly why he needs to bad Glenn away because of the loss of Brody. So stepping back into Brody's shoes, I think would be. Uh, I I don't think that would be wise for for him. I, the Dark Order isn't wise for anyone right now. I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> Don't know why you t- keep a squad of ten jobbers on your payroll to just lose to everyone, but um, or, that's me. Or is that why you have ten jobbers on your payroll? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But why? But these ten jobbers have more TV time than the revival, so you know there's a, yeah, another I don't know symptomatic problem of AEW. Um, yeah, uh, Adam Cole is should he he's in my top eight. I hate, hate to keep going back to that formula but it, it works you have a top eight you have top eight and you have uh medium eight guys and you feed the the rest to the the, the top eight and the the medium eight uh adam cole is a, is a top five guy in any in this company or in any company he, he goes to um he's if vince i to to, to talk to vince to, to have to get any sense into him, you have to shake him and say, "You're he. You're always looking in the past." We Chris just said you you have to for the WWE be successful. Now you have to bring in Goldberg. You have to bring back John Cena. And the reason why you're bringing these guys back because you haven't because the guys you have now aren't over or you haven't put them over. Fans that know wrestling want to shake Vince McMahon and say, "You want the past so much." Adam Cole is your Shawn Michaels right there. He's in your company right now. Probably you, better than Shawn Michaels. So obsessed with the past. You want to bring back all your ba- – Adam Cole is your Shawn Michaels right there. He's but, right in front of you. Finn Balor can be your Bret Hart. Finn Balor, yeah. I mean, I, okay. So remember, so, Chris, real quick. Remember when we were talking about all these guys being signed and where we are four years later? Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a very, very interesting, uh, and I, and I, people probably will push back on me. On this, this is why <laughs> I brought him back on the show. <laughs> people are going to push back on this. Okay. AEW right now is in no better position than any other company has ever been to take over the wrestling industry. No, absolutely. You're correct. And yes, you're absolutely correct. WWE is vulnerable. WWE can't keep talent. They can't recognize the value of their talent. They're losing fans. They're making money. Hey, sure. They're making all the money for now. For now. If AEW plays their cards correctly, they get on the bat. They're they're and they're doing some, some of the things. They get, they're bringing back guys who have name recognition that fans want to see. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. Maybe. Whatever, maybe. Yeah. If that but, happens. Mm-hmm. But, but they're bringing Punk. I'm, I'm watching them okay. from now on. But, like, they, but, they, but the they sold out the, alone. Yeah. They sold out Chicago. Exactly. Yeah. With speculation alone, they sold yeah. out Chicago. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They keep, if, if they create an environment where the guys, who uh, the older guys can come back and do what they can't do in WWE, what Vince will not allow them to do in WWE, to have the matches they could not have in WWE because they had to go up against some six foot seven, 300 pound guy all the time. If you let Adam Cole come to AEW and run roughshod and do the things he was doing in NXT, but more, better, you know, you are going to get it. It's already happening. You sold. They sold out Chicago. Yeah. On speculation that CM Punk's coming back. Fans are salivating at the idea of, of Adam Cole going there. Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan against any number of guys. I, you know, I, I and I haven't watched AEW, but you know, I, I I'm liking this 
even this idea with Jericho. Jericho is having this kind of career renaissance to some extent in, in AEW. I mean, you can argue, I don't know the quality, and let's see Craig kind of smirking here to suggest that I may be wrong in this. But <laughs> I agree with you, Chris, to an extent, to a, to a point as well, but, but it's just to a point. Well, you know, I yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, I've heard about the labors of Jericho and, it, and, and it, I've actually kind of liked that idea. I think that's kind of fun. Maybe it hasn't been done in a while. It's, 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 a, it's a, it is a great idea. Chris, it's just not a great idea for him. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, but the point being is they're uh-huh. giving, they're giving him that opportunity. Yeah. And and we can argue about the low to mid card in AEW and whether that's sorted out in revival and hey, another have TV problems. show, buddy. They're going to have problems. They're going to have problems. Here, here, just but to play add, the cards so, right. I want to play add, the cards right. They're going to be number one. They I just want. Be. I want to asterisk. I just want to sh- put this in and absolutely piggyback and and just add this. If AEW had any balls, that second team, the third, or well, it's technically on TV. That rampage. Yeah. Don't use anybody who's in the main event on dynamite. Keep that on dynamite. Don't do the WCW did it made. They had. Nitro and Thunder and both shows had the storylines progress and then it went to below B show. Right. Thunder did. Don't do that. Carry your storylines, but using a different, you have the cast, put other people on there. Yeah. And there's nobody who's, who's, who would be considered B card right now, Thunder level. And those who know, know what I'm talking about. Just my two cents. Just, I dare you. You, you want to be different because you haven't really been different from day one to now. Do that. Rampage is different. I dare you. Won't happen. Well, they're not even doing it with AEW Dark, your YouTube show. First of all, they don't even promote it. Um, have all your they have your, your main event talent wrestling on YouTube and all, where no one can see them. Have all your 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 other people that aren't wrestling on TV have your YouTube have, have your YouTube show have angles and storylines on your YouTube show. So give or here's an idea: promote it on your on your nationally televised cable show. What? So, so people can can watch it or show clips of this is what happened on YouTube on the AEW Dark, and they call it Dark for a reason because no one watches it and because no one even knows it's on. Promote that on there, and it's the next episode they. And again, like you said, Dan, have you, have your other show be completely separate. Everyone that wrestles on your AEW that's on right now as we speak, do not wrestle on the new Friday night show. Have that Friday night show be for the people, your, your bottom eight, your mid-tier eight, the guys that you want to break in, that you have some some uh, plans for, like your Ricky Starks, like your, your powerhouse Hobbs, uh, your Ethan Pages, guys that have that have everything. They just need some te- some seasoning and uh, some wins, you know, over quality opponents instead of having them get beat by the same guy. And the booking is just terrible because you, you're bringing a guy in. Like, well, just an example, what they did with Andrade. Guy comes in with a ton of hype and you put him in against, uh, who was it, uh, Matt Seidel. The match goes 25 minutes. It's just pretty, who are you putting over? I'm looking at his match. It's like who's who's who am I who am I supposed to who are they pushing? Matt Seidel or or the new guy that came in with tons of hype? Mm-hmm. You remember the time when um uh geez when Ricky Steamboat came back to the NWA came back to WCW and he weighed twenty and he had that twenty eight minute match with George South. You remember that? No, it no, didn't it happen. <laughs> Yes. Oh, because we're fucking, cause we're I th- fucking stupid, I, right? I th- yeah. <laughs> Here. Sorry, I was trying to be a uh, devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but that's what I mean. Or don't have like thirty minutes against job guys for what? Have Miro, let's say the same with Miro. Miro come in, stomp everybody, and that's your guy. And that's your guy. They they got it right, like we said early. We lose their, They have it right now, but. The first five months when he's coming out in the, in the Minnie Mouse shirt, fighting over video games. Really? That's what you want to do with your new monster heel? Fresh from the WWE? Fresh from being seen by more people that are in your audience right now? I think <sighs> they should have given him a tank. Yes. 
I think the best idea for AW is to literally the very simple rule as far as when they debut a big signing is to not do what WCW did with Bret Hart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, all they got to do is play it right. They have the tools. They seem to have the, the momentum. They, they have do. their enemy. Their, their enemy is vulnerable. Yeah. All you got to do is just put on a good product. And therein lies the problem, Chris, because the one thing that the AEW does not have is a wrestling mind or one, just one, one head book. Yeah. Someone who they don't have that. They, they need, they need a, they need a leader. They need a, uh, I was just talking about the movie. I'm wearing suicide squad. I'm not promoting it folks. This is the free swag I got last night for seeing an advanced screening because I got it like that. But one of the things I was talking about with one of the, um, the moviegoers about the difference between Marvel and DC and why Marvel is full speed ahead and they're going great guns and they have a new show premiering on Disney a week from today called What If, which is going to be awesome. And the reason why DC is floundering, they've just done the same movie twice because there's, DC has no Kevin Feige. They don't have the one guy that says we're going to go this direction and all these different shows are going to connect to this one. So we have another direction we're going so the first one it was all about meeting Thanos and this one is going to be all about meeting Kang so you have a direction AEW what they do not have they've got five different bookers the Young Bucks book their matches Chris Jericho books his matches Kenny Omega books his matches and the women's division that's it there's not one Cody has his own uh, direction where he's going where he's probably going to put over Alistair Black or Fred End or whatever he's calling himself now. But they don't have the one guy, and that's the only reason. And Chris, everything you said was exactly true. The the AEW has, if this were a game of, of Mortal Kombat, AEW could just, as the finish him, written all on the top screen. Fatality. Fatality. But they do not, what they don't have is their inability to get out of their own way because they do not have the one guy. They don't have a Vince McMahon. They don't have a Vince McMahon. When Dan and I, when, when we got a question from our one of our loyal, our loyal listeners, viewers, who gave us a what if. What if Hogan had stayed in the AWA? What if they put the belt on Hogan? And Hogan was the AWA champion. How would that have changed wrestling? I think it would have initially, but the one thing AWA didn't have was Vince McMahon. And Vince yeah. McMahon, even in that scenario, Vince McMahon still would have found a way to come out on top. Even they had, hope, they, yeah. they had a Vern Gagne, which is part of yeah. the problem. So yeah. the, the irony is the WWE needs a new Vince McMahon. Yeah. Exactly. And if that guy's a Triple H, then, w, then WWE's in at least good hands. Because he would make, when he finds out that someone said that, like Samoa Joe is gone, he'll pick up the phone and say, ah, no, we're not doing that. So <laughs> I love that story so much. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, That's such a good story. Oh, and a guy me? like yeah, and a guy like Triple H will not will not let a guy with all the talent in the world like Aleister Black walk out of the door, it, or he will find something to do with Miro. Okay, yeah, they, they, to, with to, to to me, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Hey, we don't know the whole dynamics, but again, like I said this, I said this with Samoa Joe. I said it with the last releases. This is I. This feels like a corporate decision. Oh, it is. They're, it's they're, it's, it's they're, a corporate decision, not a booking decision. Yeah, they're because cutting. they're they're cutting people. Who have value? Yes. <laughs> who have a tremendous wrestling and entertainment value for your fans? You're cutting off your nose to spite your face to save some money. Yeah, because I, I'm I, coming. Like I said, I'm yeah. coming around to the fire sale. Yeah, that the company is being sold or being bought by someone, so they need to cut as much cost. And when they they're they're showing this, they're like, oh, this is how much you're spending. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then yeah, we can definitely buy this company. Listen, as long as the network stays online, I don't give a shit. Okay. No, that's not true at all. I do. I'm just <laughs> just worried about my network. But yeah, I agree, Chris. This is a fire. We we said this the last time you were on. This is a fire sale. This is because one of the people that we haven't talked about that was also released this week is a two-time Hall of Famer, and oh. uh, the father of, <laughs> and the father of Lacey Evans' baby, uh, oh, the, the, nature, the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Jesus is, Christ! He is no longer a WWE employee now. If someone that AEW can use that can have his real name, 
it's that guy. So if you so on the off chance you don't have a CM Punk in Chicago, a Ric Flair would be an adequate substitute. You imagine Ric Flair? Really? <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh. Not, and not so much by a wrestling standpoint, uh, <laughs> but he was he could still pop the crowd. Really? And he could in yeah. Chicago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. yeah, it's Rick. Chicago, Rick, yeah. Rick yes. Yeah. Okay. Or if not, go to Minnesota or Charlotte. Well, yeah, I get Charlotte. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of the scenario where where you got a crowd of people primed for CM Punk. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah you know what? Yeah. They're waiting you for cult, they're waiting for, for cult Punk, of personality, yeah. and they get they get Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I I don't think it's going to go over well, guys. I agree. I now, but no, but <laughs> I'll, I'll put this to you, Chris. Um, who would you rather come out if it's not CM Punk, Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan? Ric Flair. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah. yeah, Hulk Hogan That's will saying. never work at AEW. I think Tony Khan's made it pretty clear on that. If 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 those are the choices, I'm I'm I will concede the point. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Thank you. Chris, I think I I, I think um, I think you pretty much nailed it. You, <laughs> I, you just drove the point home, man. I think no, it's not that. I just I, I couldn't have closed it any better. Is what I'm trying to say. Jesus Christ, let's get out of here. Uh, Chris, Jesus Christ, where can people kind of follow you if you let them? If you let them in, where can people if follow? You, I let them if you let them in, and I'm 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 I just recently turned my Twitter Twitter profile back public. Oh, there you go. Okay, so where you can people can follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Omega Squad. <laughs> Craig, you, sir, where can uh, they follow me. you? Uh, right now, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. I'm not allowed to post anything for the next 21 hours uh, because of I had the, the audacity, the temerity, the unmitigated gall to, paste, to post a funny sign about COVID restrictions. So I am banned currently from, from posting on Facebook. You, however, can still follow me on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram at Craig Lagon, C-R-A-I-G-L-I-G-G-E-O-N-S. Does that mean this whole podcast is misinformation? Oh, yeah, it's all fake news. It's <laughs> fake news. Alternative facts. <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny because here we are. We're both banned. Mm -hmm. And uh, mine was just something stupid I said. I was posting a uh, a sign, uh, and I posted on Instagram, no problem. And I posted the same sign before, uh, previously on Facebook, and nothing was done. But apparently, I can't post it twice. Uh, there was a it was a sign in, in a restaurant that uh, has um, opposing uh, COVID views. Hey, I'll do it for you now. Maybe if I get banned, if I say it, will I get banned off this uh, podcast? No, I won't ban you. Okay. Anyway, before uh, you tell it, before you tell it, we'll close the show with it. Okay. Well, follow we'll, me, Dan Low eighty three. HIC Talk Radio is at HIC Talk Radio on Facebook and Twitter. Those are not banned, but nobody can post to it right now because I'm still banned for sixty days, sixteen days on Facebook. But look up the HIC Talk Radio Network on your smartphone, any app or Spotify. We have where you have podcasts. If half of that, type in HIC Talk Radio Network. Look for the brand new blue and green logo and please subscribe there craig close it out what was your meme my meme was uh the sign in a restaurant if you can see it real close there uh mass required response but i'm vaccinated we don't care i've already had covid we don't care <laughs> the rona is a hoax we don't care i have a medical excuse you shouldn't be at a bar during a pandemic and COVID-19 surcharges in this particular bar. $50 if we have to explain why masks are mandatory and $75 if we have to hear why you disagree. That was a sign that I posted, that I saw from a restaurant that was shared worldwide that I put on my page and that got me banned for 24 hours so I, can, I can't post or review anything on Facebook. Facebook is where I promote and review this very podcast we're on right now so we have to wait for another 20 hours for me to do that because i posted a funny sign from a restaurant about covid 19 prescriptions i simply suggested that everybody who doesn't pay taxes should be shot in space yeah 
Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night.